Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another edition of The Blacksmith's Furnace, with your boy Pete. My lad Mo, obviously. I'm wondering, you see our names that come at the bottom of the thing? Is it on yeah. the is it on the stream it, as well? It comes in the stream, yeah. Yeah. Hey, come on. Man like Mo. I like the way I spell it as well. Man like Mo. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's in, in the building. Um, come on. Rob may or may not join us because he doesn't plan his life properly. No. But priorities in that. We do hope you've had a good week. Um and uh, yeah, let, let's 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 jump in. Sorry not sorry. One for done, one, yeah. Well you've done two sorry not sorry's back to back, actually. And if you want I? to go one for one, we can, yeah. Because you yes, did sorry not one... sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Last week was supposed to be us and then Robert wanted to shake things up. Oh, ask yeah, you about yeah, your yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, do you know I'm I'm happy I'm happy to run. I've got I've got a question for you. But I'm happy Easy. to I was I was geared for a back to back thing, one one to one. Um but my question for you is um the Christian notion of dying to self. Okay. How how would you go about um explaining and encouraging a new believer when it comes to dying to self? Mm. I think um, a new believer, I guess, has come to accept the finished work of Christ. Um, mm. And, you know, there's always going to be the question of how much or to what extent they understand that and, and what's happened there. But I think that's prerequisite knowledge to understanding why we need to die to self. But I mm. guess I'd go about it explaining that, you know, once you are born again, essentially now you're spirit has life you you have life and with that you have the grace the ability to say no to sin where before even if you were living a good life even if you were a good person um you were good in the eyes of society good in your own eyes you weren't good in god's eyes in god's eyes essentially well you you were dead You, you were essentially dead in your sin um and so whether or not you were doing bad things, quote unquote, you weren't doing what God wanted you to do or you weren't living your life as God would have you live it. Um, and so now that you're born again, you have that opportunity. The problem is, or the tension is, you still have flesh. You still have the flesh from that point before mm. God had um, essentially given you new birth in the spirit. And so now there is this tension because there is the spirit which desires to please God and and, um, bring glory to him and live in the way that God intends for us to live. But there is a flesh which still tends towards death. And Mm. to die to self is to one, recognize the grace and now the ability you have to say no to the desires of your flesh and two, to act that out actively daily recognizing you're carrying around this weapon of the enemy against you this death essentially that is your flesh and you are constantly at loggerheads with it um, and dying to self is just fighting that fight on a daily basis and mm. recognizing that the flesh and the works of the flesh are death are sin um and by god's grace we now have the ability to fight that and and to 
deny our flesh and to kill our flesh and to die to it, essentially. So that's what we do. And um, yeah. How, that, how that would you unpack me. flesh? How would you unpack flesh? I flesh recognize is, that we, yeah, we yeah. like, we understand it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's a good point. Because it's, it's terminology, isn't it, that we throw around? Mm. Um, flesh, I think, are the um, the the bodily desires. The 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 I want to say bodily, but no, the the desires that we have that end up um, drawing us away from what God wants, or mm. just keeping us where we are. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of the verse um, that talks of essentially the fruits. Um, or the outcome of the works of the flesh. Um, yeah, the I works of remember. the flesh and the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. I think it's yeah. in Ephesians. Yeah, I, I can't remember the exact verse. Um, I'll yeah. put it in the description at some point. Um, but essentially, all the works of the flesh are death. Um, and, and flesh would be anything from lust. Oh, well, I guess it falls into those three categories, isn't oh, it? Galatians, Galatians 5. Oh, there you go. Um, last of the eyes. Could you read the verse actually? I think it's worth. Yeah, I'm just getting it up. I was trying to get ESV. It was trying to give me New King James. I was like, nah, let's let's go for the ESV. New King James. Now the works right. of the flesh. New King James, I vibes with old King James. I'm like, yo, we're not. We're we're not we're not. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rain down on it, um, because that's where I started. Now the works of the flesh are evident: sexual immorality impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Ephesians 5, 19 through to 21. Galatians. Yeah. I mean, not Galatians, not Ephesians, sir. Yeah, I know exactly. Um, so these becomes the the works of the flesh. Now, I think the these all fall into those three: the lust of the eyes, the um, lust of the pride, flesh, and the pride of life. Yes, lust of the flesh, yeah. lust of fresh, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. Um, and and would be things, anything really that deters from what God intends for us. Um, mm. And all of these things, you know, sexual immorality. If you look at society now, it's not a thing, essentially. It's yeah. not a thing. But God says it's a thing. And so that's where our flesh, of course our flesh will desire to do whatever. Sex is nice. Um, um, yeah. So our flesh will desire anyone and anything that looks appealing to you. Um, pursue, if you can, uh, sexual relations with that person. That's what the flesh wants. That's what the flesh intends. And in the eyes of society, that's fine. And so we can't go with society's definition because the Bible presents something else. And now there's a tension because if we're just doing what society says was fine and that's what good people do, good people in the eyes of society are okay. And so they could be sleeping around and in the eyes of society, especially today, it's fine. But that's what the Bible says. And so now there's this tension because what's good in the eyes of society isn't good in the eye of the Lord. The beautiful mm. thing is we now have the grace to suppress sexual urges and desires and that's suppressing the flesh and that extends to all of those things um, 
And even I'll take it as far as extends to anything that prevents you from doing what God wants, be it feeling lazy, staying in bed in the morning Mm. when God wants you to get up and go and do something. Um, Whether it's showing kindness to someone that's shown uh, wickedness to you. Essentially, the Bible calls us to live a life and and to be a representative of Christ, which is something that Mm. we can't do of our own strength. And our flesh works actively against that. Our bodily comforts, our our natural tendencies and and lust and desires all work against what God wants to do in our lives. And dying to the flesh is fighting against those things. So how would you encourage someone to embark intentionally on this very painful endeavor? Yeah, I think... um, because it's not, I don't think possible, it's not possible for us to do on our own. Mm. I think your best bet is to get closer to the one who empowers us to do it. Um, mm. Through spiritual disciplines that are laid out in in, in the word. Um, so things like studying his word, things like prayer, things like fasting, um, all these spiritual I call in spiritual disciplines because they are important, um, but they are laid out in the word as things that help. You know, when the disciples went to go and cast out a demon, Christ was like, no, there are some, these kind that only come up by prayer and fasting. So there is spiritual disciplines that we can do that will make us stronger, better in our faith, better in our fight against the flesh. I tend to think those tend to fall under meditating, studying, being a diligent student of his word, spending time, significant, good quality time in prayer and fasting, spiritual disciplines like that, being disciplined with, with, with those things. Fasting especially, you're denying the flesh um, yeah. of something it desires, you know, and I think anything you continually do, you get better at. So that's very act of denying the flesh is killing the flesh uh, to some, to, yeah. So th- those are the three, I think, do community, of course, you know, community, mm. being in, involved in the church, in the church group, accountability, finding the right people, all these things end up being uh, beneficial as well. Dope. Dope. Yeah, I like that. I am, After hearing your definition of flesh, I would have surmised, surmised it as um, the corrupted sensual desires like our natural sensual desires but corrupted um so even in terms of like a sensual desire of community of not being known and stuff like that being corrupted almost falls into being divided like clicks and stuff rather than just in a in a wholesome community um a natural sensual desire of sexual intimacy being corrupted into orgies into adultery and stuff like that um so yeah natural sensual desires but have been corrupted um because arguably uh, even like gossip um we're, we're told to like edify we're told to have edifying conversations and so even those conversations can be edifying but then it's been corrupted um so yeah, it may not, all of it may not fall into sensual but i thought that may be something it's um, a good summary it's a good it's a good concise way of putting it because 
it it's it's things that you are used to and the natural desires as you said but it's once you are born again recognizing that actually those things have been corrupted yeah yeah and and, And, um the encouragement that you mentioned i I really enjoyed Uh, i was gonna mention acts 2 42 through to yeah acts 2 42 um there's a song by Timothy Brindle and Shailene called Means of Grace. Um, and it kind of, the whole song, like, I think it was like four or five minutes, it's just dedicated to this one verse. Um, and it reads, Acts 2 verse 42 reads, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And it's called God's means of grace. It's like these mm. are the things he uses to form his and shape his people. Mm. Um, so, yeah, in Acts 2, as soon as the church is kind of formed after the day of Pentecost, it's just they devote themselves to these four particular things. Um, and yeah. it's like, yeah, um, it, verse uh, 43 continues with, and awe came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And it's just like, just through these things that mm. seem very common, seem very like practical and tangible was the means by which God was like building and edifying his church. Um, and yeah. 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 So yeah, so, if you have a question, throw it back. Yeah, yeah, I did. I've got a question. question. Okay, so... This guy this, uh, comes in late gonna, and jumps well, in. I'm, I'm going to delete all even, his shenanigans. Even Jaya is looking what do you at mean? him like, bro, are I'm you gonna okay? I'm going to cut all that shenanigans out. Yo, so. you, should, you should even put background music behind it. So Welcome, that- Drea, to the episode. And it turns out Rob's here as well. <laughs> Did you miss me? No. So, do you know what, yeah? A, a, little, a little insight for the listeners and for you guys, actually. Every time that I'm on Furnace nowadays... I've actually got music playing in the background of my headphones. So when oh, you say really? you need the background, yeah, yeah. So like right now, I've got lo-fi playing in the background. I can't so hear it. That's probably why you've always yeah, got this phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head is playing just through my headphones. I'm the only person hearing it. It's playing so on your like laptop a, already. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm playing on my mm. laptop. It's crazy how Moses listens to music so they does have to listen to us instead. <laughs> no, do you know what? It's... Uh, it it, re- it really helps calms me down, so yeah, it's just it's doing the thing. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, Robert, what's your question? And who's I was gonna... <laughs> uh, you can both ask answer if you want to. Um, oh. so you know how Jesus went to the temple and turned over all the tables because it was mm. just mm. so disgusting to him. What would a moment like that look for us Christians in the present day, mm. if any at all? Or should we just be calm and, and chill about everything? It would look like running up on Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, Seven Day Adventists, the KKK, just just getting the cat and nine tails, just whoosh, whoosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's that's actually an interesting question. I think it that there was a there was a real difference. I don't think. I don't think it would have an equivalent, um, an exact equivalent. Um, And that's predominantly because 
he walked into the temple and the temple was a central space for the Jewish faith. Christianity doesn't really have that space. Like we go, we go to churches, but those are almost like decentralized hubs around the world. There isn't this one main temple that represents Christianity, or at least there shouldn't be. Um, he walked into the main temple and almost uprooted the corruption from its heart. Um, we don't necessarily have that. So I think in our context, it may look like holding our leadership accountable. Do you think it could look, go, look like going to Joel Osteen's church and flipping over the table of, of his prosperity gospel books? Mm -hmm. I, I think it would have to be an internal flipping over. I wouldn't be able to go into that church and flip it over. Yeah, you could. You might get arrested. <laughs> you could do it. <laughs> you, you, yeah. And the reason, the reason I think it's more internal is his people would have to hold him accountable. I can challenge it. I can challenge his theology and his preaching and stuff. And I think whenever you do see a heretical teaching, not necessarily challenge that, but present truth. The best way to challenge heresy is to present truth. Um, rather than just saying you're a heretic, but walking through truth. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I, I would go as far as saying everyone who is a believer is in Christ. And so everyone who goes to church should have the ability to challenge their leadership if there are things not going right. But obviously it's not just one person challenging, but if there's a group of people who are like, yo, this isn't right, challenge. Um, but if you're challenging, do it in grace, do it, do it like gracefully. Um, so I, I would then say every single person in Joel Austin's church who is truly saved has the authority to challenge him. And so I would say you're in his house, you go challenge him. I can't necessarily run around challenging every pastor who I think is a heretic. But then don't you have that right as one Christian to another? But I don't have that relationship with him. Yeah. But, 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 but are we cool to have a relationship with every Christian that we call out or isn't the fact that we are Christians relationship enough? But but there's a difference between going out of your way to jump on an airplane, go to the church, and then go call him out. And whilst these times, the pastor around the corner from you is doing the exact same thing, but you hopped on a plane to go to somewhere that's more, that has more eyes on it. So again, it'll be, it'll be, I'll be looking at your motives. Well, that reminds me of all these, you know, these missionaries that will go across the world <laughs> Yeah. Hey, relax on that, man. Some people are called to it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a double it's, some people are called to it, but it's not at the detriment of your own environment. Or man, man them who man them who are like no, I, would, I wouldn't go, say that. I wouldn't go say evangelize. That man no, them who go evangelize. Like like God said, the, the poor will always be with you. There'll be people in yes. your environment that are willing to go and do the stuff that they need to do, but there are also those that 
it's not everyone that's cold or not everyone that has the heart to, for, for instance, go to, you know, I don't know, so, uh, somewhere, some village in northern Ghana to go and preach the gospel. That's mm. not everyone. Yeah. That's, that's not everyone. But, facts. you know, where they come from, if they come from, for instance, London, there's tons of us here with our mouth shut. So, you know, facts. I think, I think, facts. I think it's, yeah. Facts. And I think my my thought process more so is on the missionaries who are inactive in their own house. Mm. So it's like you like yo you're you're jumping on a plane and traveling abroad, but you're home, and your kids are on a madness, and there's no there's no investment there. And I'm not saying if you're a missionary, your kids need to be on they need to be on point. No, that's your faith. They need to embody their own faith. But at the same time, it's like you need to be investing like your family's your first ministry. And so you need to be investing there just as much as you go and invest elsewhere. Um, but yeah. So I, I would say, I would say the equivalent now would be holding your leadership accountable. Um, Jesus had and Jesus had continual interactions with the Pharisees, with the leaders of that time. And so he um had ample space and relationship with them too. it wasn't it wasn't it didn't take them by surprise that jesus would do that the actual act took him took him took them by surprise but jesus's character as revealed through his interactions with them was consistent with what he did in the temple okay peter yeah no i think a lot, lot largely i agree with um mo i think Today it would look like just being being passionate about God's work and, and about the church um, and letting that passion, you know, um, manifest when people are taking a pee, you know, whether that be the leadership, whether that be fellow, you know, common floor members, whether that be whatever. You know, I think wherever you are, wherever you worship, wherever you belong, um, whichever part of the body you you, you tend to be in um, I think it's being passionate it will look like being passionate being strongly passionate about the things of God and not letting people take that for granted um, mm. which clearly those that were selling and doing stuff in the temple had done finally we get to your question and this is interesting and it's good that Dre is here as well because this will go to both of you. Um, but I guess the question is, having been married, or since we're all now married, how has your relationship with the opposite sex changed twofold? Those that were already your friends before you got married and new ladies that come into your life post-marriage. Or men? No, no, no. I'm not concerned of men for you guys. No, and I'm not even. No, I'm not asking that for Andrea because I want to hear Andrea's thoughts on your relationship with guys, with girls. Oh, oh! Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, how has your relationships or your interactions changed with the opposite sex? Uh, those that were there before and those that are new or post getting married. Mm. I think I'm gonna let Andrea go first with this one. No, 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 no. No, it's Robert, oh. and then I want to hear Andrew's thoughts on <laughs> you guys' answers. <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> Robert does not look impressed. 
No, 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 no. Um, I got my so did you just turn off your phone or something? I just heard, I just heard like a. Someone got a WhatsApp message. No, I think that's Andrew. One second, let me just let me close the thing quickly. Uh... Anyway, so I think for me, I th- honestly, since since, can you move your face, please? <laughs> <laughs> I think since getting married. Honestly, I haven't really had much a chance to be interacting with new females. A chance. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's so engrossed in the affection and the love of his what wife chances? that he hasn't. Oh. No, it's not. not no, but there, there, there's been no opportunity. What, what, what opportunity no. do you need? Huh? But to be honest, we got married in COVID. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then so like, there was a lockdown, a small lockdown in there. But Robert, you just you just started a new job, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, and from what I understand of this new environment, um, there's a lot of females there, aren't there? They're all godly women. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not questioning. I'm not questioning their character. I'm just I'm trying to ascertain of their presence. So there are a lot oh. of female females there, right? You know, I need to be careful what I say in case someone listens to this and I get I, I get in trouble because <laughs> I do have thoughts. I've actually heard them after the podcast. That's why okay, I haven't, but I haven't mentioned names or <laughs> locations or anything. So, I, so where I was leading to is how are you navigating relationships? like with females even within like a work environment even though, um, though it is like a godly quote-unquote godly environment um i think that because i because i'm still quite new to the job there hasn't really been time mm. to be to be um fraternizing fraternizing, fraternizing. With the female. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, when that time comes what, 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 what what's your fraternization gonna look like to be honest I wouldn't. From what I've seen, <laughs> just look at that his face. You don't like that. From what I've seen, from 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 what I've seen so far, there's no one that I feel like I'd want to make friends with anyway. But even if I, even okay. if there was, even if there was, it would have to be someone who would have to be who could who who could no no. No, 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 no. It's not the thing that they could be a friend to both of us. It would have to be that they could be more a friend to Andrea than to me. Okay. If it's like a single girl. Elaborate. Mm. As in, if it's like a baby that's coming to become my friend, you know, mm. I'm going to pass over to Andrea and, and, and let them be friends. Because because I'm, I'm like, once, well, now that we're married, I also want my, my, my wife to have new good friends. And so if a baby comes across, I'll just pass her her way. How? Be like, hey, hey, I got a wife. <laughs> <laughs> she talks about wife. Then, Instead of me. And then, and then they don't get to talking. If they want to talk again, cool. If not, cool. Uh, I don't have many females working in my department. Um, okay. I'm in, I'm in the office two days a week. <laughs> So any other any babies that I come across, I'm not gonna see them anyway. At lunchtime, I'm I stick to myself, I, I eat my food and I go for my walk because I'm trying to hit my 12, 12, 12, 500 steps a day. Okay. Yeah. 
Twelve. At this point in my life, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. At this point in my life, I'm, I'm not looking to make any new female friends. No new friends. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not looking to make any guy friends either. Okay. But um, but any friends I I did make, it would have to be because it would benefit my benefit my wife in some way. <laughs> I think I think Jay likes that's that's answer. a very PC. That's a very PC oh. answer. I'll take him very, later. But come on. <laughs> hey, what, 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 what about what about the what about the females pre-marriage? See, when most of them have like dropped away anyway. Mm. Like literally, I think now the only female I talk to on a regular basis would be Henrietta, and that's mm. like and that's like once a month. Mm. You know, like which, which other females do I talk to? Married, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think any other female I talk to is family of Andreas, even sister or cousin or something. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't talk to anyone else. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm too busy enjoying my PS5, you know, and enjoying my wife. <laughs> my few PS5 first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. God forgive you. Uh, no, what about yourself? Babe, would you prefer that I was out on the streets with other babes or at home with the PS5? Tell me now. At home with me. That wasn't one of the options. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea's like, this is not a multiple choice. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think on my part, um so obviously you guys already know the like my point blank rule of no mentoring females. Like it's just it's just not gonna mm, happen. Mm. Um there's like removing any consistent um, points of connectivity that may result in so- anything. Like I'm just blocking mm-hmm. that off. Um, mm-hmm. When I when I first got married, it was very much a case of, fam, I don't I don't particularly need female friends. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a stick to the man. Them gems you can roll with a gal. Um, but just by virtual spaces, even like shared spaces. Um, going over to like our auntie's house, there's there's a, there's a females there, church, there's females there, and friendships are built just over um, continued um, contact. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, every female, actually 90% of the females that I am in constant contact with are in more contact with gems than with me. What about the other 10%, Moses? Yeah. So, so the other 10% is, like, the contact may be intense Visible? for a short period. No, no, no. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, we may be, so, like, I was, this guy's a pagan, you know. Um, I went to go work overseas for some time. Or I went to, like, run a workshop somewhere. And by virtue of me being away in a communal space, there's contact with a large group of people who were predominantly female. And so mm-hmm. for, for like a week or over a weekend, I was in contact with these people almost exclusively without gems. And Man that's said you like, had international harem, you know? That's crazy. <laughs> so then that's, that's where like the last 10% kind of comes in. So it, it will be intense for like a week and then we just, we just won't talk or see each other anymore. But mm. outside of that, almost every girl that I know or woman that I know um, knows of or is in contact with gems. And more time, they're in more contact than I am. 
but yeah, just this. Um, and I guess, I guess for me, I'm starting to learn more um, about being. Um, what's the word? Rooted in my commitment to gems. Mm. And what I mean by that is, like before I was very much like, nah, I'm not going to run this just in case like things get techy or whatever. Now I'm like <laughs> saying behind me, like this ain't going to run. Like, mm. yes, I'm going to put barriers and put things in check, but I am rooted in my commitment to my wife to the extent of like, I'm not even going to entertain this. So if somehow we started start like you've you've gone through these barriers and i'm randomly mentoring you or whatever happens i'm like yo like my commitment is to my wife like i have a lot more to lose than to gain through whatever this may be mm-hmm. and so okay. if you're no, trying to do something if you're trying to do something fam just just go through that door just keep it moving um mm-hmm. But my prayer is I'm never te- like I don't get myself into that position because um, yeah. I say that now, I say that now it may be a bit more tricky in that position. Um, yeah. But it's there are there are barriers and boundaries in place. But being a lot more rooted in my commitment to my wife now, where it's not, it's not about the butterflies. It's not about the romantic gestures. It's, it's, it's about love is a choice. And I wake up every, every morning and I'm like, yo, I am committed to my wife. I'm committed mm-hmm. to this covenant. I'm committed to, to loving her as best as I can um, at the expense of anything else outside of my relationship with God. Um, so, yeah, it's just like, yo, like whoever, whatever you are, you can keep it moving. How about those that level? were there before? Those that were there before, for the most part, knows gem, knows gems, um, who have stuck around, knows mm. gems, or they've just they've just drifted off. Drift yeah. Yeah, they've just drifted off. I find that friendships tend to be seasonal. So, some friendships, anyway, tend to be seasonal. Mm. There are a core few who will remain over time, um, but quite a lot of friendships for me have been seasonal. And so they've just floated away. And if I see them, like, oh, yeah, cool. Then one's, oh, yeah, yeah, let's catch up. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Boom, nothing happens. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of them ones, you know, like that. Oh, what's the Insta? Oh, this and that. Oh, yeah, 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 I'll shout you. Fam, I'll like two, 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 one or two of your pictures and then thing done. Mm. Cool. Yeah. All right. And uh, Jay, what do you think? Can you give her yeah. the microphone, Robert, pa- pass your mic. Stop singing into the mic. Pass her your mic. <laughs> so what do I think? Mm. Of the answers thus far? I think they're really good answers. Um, I like is that. Is there any awesomeness on your answers that were given? At least for me? Hey, 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 I just love the, it's really nice to hear men speak of their integrity. Mm. Or it's really nice to see the integrity of men and how they stand by their covenant and how it's like it's become, like there's no, there's no swaying, no like, oh yeah, you know, 
like there's it just just listening to you guys like there's absolute there's absolutely no swaying no desire of outside and it's more impressive coming from you Moses because you've been married <laughs> you're you're like, no 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 because <laughs> you see expectations are low <laughs> no because you've been married the longest because mm. you've been married the longest yeah have you not yeah I have. So Moses, yeah, yeah, Moses has been yeah. married the longest, and then for you to say that your commitment has grown more rooted, you didn't say, "Oh, do you know what?" Like, I've just after three years, I was getting all the female brethren, you know. Mm. But mm. in fact, it was the opposite. Like, the longer um your commitment, or the longer you've been married for, the more of more boundaries you've put in place, like. There's such a safeguarding of your relationship and such a respect for it. And um, Bobby, <laughs> you already know the deal. <laughs> because there'll be trouble with me. But um, you're in tech. No, let me just finish. What did you want to say? I was going to say the problem with me is the maintenance is too much. So let me just stick with the one wife that I have and keep her happy. Well, keep, digging, keep, digging, keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. Their maintenance <laughs> is too angry. much. Keep digging. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm lazy. You're unbelievable. Bro, not even uh yeah, I love no, she's the love no, of my no, life. No, There's no one can I compare could say to that. Her. I'm too lazy. Like, it's no, but but that, that's the truth. I'm lazy. And and as I grow older, I'll become lazier, which means you can be more secure. So welcome, I don't, I'm sorry, it's not it's Fam. not your lateness that so is your late it's that's not that's not cute, babes. <laughs> but if it gets the job done, it gets the job done. No, that's not good actually. Babe. Sorry guys, I Bro. think we have to go. <laughs> and Robbie... <laughs> I have post trouble. I have post trouble. Hey Robert, Robert, blink twice if you're in trouble. Blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> Next week's announcement. Yeah. <laughs> Black Defenders is just the heavy hitters. But babe, that's not good enough, I'm afraid. It, you can't say, oh, I'm not getting another girl because I'm lazy. Because what if the day you become energetic and, and he... if I become energetic, that energy will be to- will generated towards you, babe. <laughs> All of it. Every last try, bro, he's not, trying not, to save. He's trying not, to save it. Yeah, yeah, trying yeah, to save yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You're backpedaling. It's not, it's not convincing, bro. Trying to save it. You're trying to root her No, because, you know what? I asked him one time. I was like, oh, if it was okay to have two wives, <laughs> would you have two wives? Guess what the brother went to go and say? Yes. Is it, no? He said, well, no. He said, yeah, if it was okay. Oh my god. I said this uh, man is mad. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. If God said it was okay for man to have two wives, then if it's okay by man, no, if it's okay by God, who are you to be angry at, at that situation? But I didn't ask God that option. <laughs> no. You no, no. You asked if it was okay, meaning that if it was okay with God. I said, would you? If it was okay with but, God, and, then and Robert, okay with Robert, God. you, you, you. Robert, here's the thing as well. It is okay for God for men to be eunuchs. Are you gonna be a eunuch? You're gonna cut it off. 
Hmm? <laughs> what is he doing for you? <laughs> it's okay. It is okay. It is okay yeah, to God. Is it okay? Hey, to you? you know what he's doing for you? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Uh, this is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. It's not cause more trouble. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm stirring the pot right now, but hey, Robert, I'm going to come over tomorrow to play games, yeah? <laughs> what, a Don't well-being check? Yeah. It'll be for a well-being well, check. I think, I think we have plans tomorrow. But you come during the day, oh, No, I was guessing, no, I was guessing, I was guessing, okay, I was guessing. Okay. Um, we're he was doing a well-being check. Because I was going to finish you. You won't be. <laughs> All right, all right, let's let's see. funny how girls think they're more powerful than they are in like actuality. <laughs> like, girls can only be powerful because guys are allowed to be powerful. I'm just saying, I'm mindful we're like 42 minutes deep. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with the answers, by the way. Fantastic, cool. All right, right. Peter Robert, who's dropping the question? I had I had a whole I had a whole scheme I wanted us to do today. I don't know if we'll have time, but we'll try and get through it or as much as we can today. So I don't know if you guys watched was it last week? The AJ music fight? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch Saturday the fight. Passed. I saw this thing that happened afterwards. With you saw what happened afterwards. Happened. <laughs> yeah. The full fight is available on Sky Sport. Well, it's on YouTube now. Yeah. Man's throwing a tantrum, chucking his belts and giving speeches like saying, I was in jail. Yeah. Shut up, man. You lost. <laughs> <laughs> and he just seemed like the most bad loser ever. The worst yeah. loser ever. Um... And yeah, and and I want to. It made me think about humility. You know, should you should you be partaking in such things if you can't be humble enough to admit, you know, you were the better man? And let the man have his moment. We didn't need to come and talk. And you know what's funny? He was like, I don't know what's happening in Ukraine, but and then he went to go talk about what's happening in Ukraine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think humility, pride and humility is an interesting thing. Um, Because when you start off in something, I haven't, I, I, I don't, I don't know him when he first started off because I knew he came through like the Olympics sort of arena and then kind of made it. Um, So I am assuming benefit of the doubt, I am assuming that there was a level of humility that was there coming through the ranks, all of them things there. He, obviously, he's put in the work. He's gotten to where he is. He's gotten the belts, and now there is this air of like I'm that guy in it. Like I've I've worked my way up here, and so even though you may start with humility, you may start from a perspective of like, oh yeah, like I'm still putting in the work. I'm still doing this, but humility isn't isn't a one time checkbox. It's a con- continual um, evaluation of your heart. And so you may have evaluated your heart in 2001, but it's 2022, where is your heart now? You may have evaluated your heart in January, it's August now, where is your heart? You may have evaluated your heart last week, it's this week now, where is your heart? Um, And so, yeah, I think it isn't a case of if you don't have humility, don't get into the sport or don't get into wherever, but it's how, um, especially from a Christian, how intentional are you about checking your motives, checking 
checking your heart, checking where your heart is at in whatever you're doing. It could be ministry. It could be as a husband. It could be as a father. It could be as a wife. It could be as a mother. Like whatever occupation, where is your heart? Like how intentional are you about checking the state of your heart? Um, And if you're consistent with devotionals and like spending time with God, spending time in fellowship, hopefully that factors in somehow. Um, So yeah, I, I would say it's not a case of humility at the start but a consistent and continual evaluation of your motives um, which may have stopped mm. it's interesting because i think i i think quite differently on the whole age situation i think it was a failing of his coaches and and like his team um actually because he's just been in a 12 round fight he came there wanting to win he came there mm. possibly no definitely thinking he should win he can win yeah. Um, and you get outboxed by someone who is, you know, visibly not as strong as you, but objectively more skilled. And you've made adjustments. You've come back. It's a you're a new sort of fighter. You have everything going for you, and you still lost. Um, I think his culture should have stopped him from grabbing the mic and stopped him from running his mouth as much. And I think the humility and and the pride comes in there where. Are you teachable enough? Are you humble enough mm. um, for your coaches to be able to do that, to be able to mm. stop you? Because I don't know if they yeah. did try or if they didn't. I think um, did. But, I think you I know, did. it's he, for him to go about the way he was and, you know, no one actively is going like, dude, let's stop it. You know, no one actually <laughs> stopping him. And he's there talking about all this random stuff about he's not any guy yeah. started fighting that. Like, all these random excuses and he's since apologized um mm-hmm. but i think i think it was a failing of of his team because yeah. you've just been in a fight you're exhausted you know you've been punched in the face a few times you know it's you're probably not so in the not best state up. well i don't think you're in the best state to give a speech you know like yeah. go go and sit down and when you're that emotional and and you know he broke down crying in a post fight conference and everything I think your team needs to then step up in the same way as yeah. I think the team should have, or a team should be responsible for throwing in the towel when mm. the fighter is too stubborn to give up or to stop. Mm. A team should stop you from embarrassing yourself mm-hmm. when you kind of already have for 12 yeah. rounds. Facts. Could have so just you think the game should have ended before it did? No, 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 no. no. It fight. wasn't. It, it wasn't. Well, it is a game, I guess, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't that one-sided that mm. they should have stopped it. You know, he wasn't in mortal danger at any point. Mm. He was outclassed. Apparently, he was outboxed. Yeah, apparently the scorecards he was winning up until the ninth round. Oh, yeah, yeah no, no, no. He was. Yeah. I don't. I don't, Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd say that was even. I haven't, fair, I haven't, looked, I haven't looked into it, but yeah. apparently he was. Looking a bit tired before no. that. Yeah, he was. And oh no, but you didn't get tired. In often round nine. Yeah, no, you get tired and and you're you're fighting, you know. No, 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 no. Thing. When I say tired, he looked done. <laughs> yeah, no, but this is the thing when you're when you're trying to, you're heavyweight, you're visibly strong, you look strong, you expect to be able to knock him down, because Luzik mm. is really not a natural heavyweight. He's a cruiserweight coming up. You know, so he he you shouldn't he shouldn't be in there with you and you not be able to knock him out. So I think there was an expectation that we it won't you know it won't see the twelfth round. Um, 
But that's the thing with boxing is hit and don't get hit. Usyk is the better boxer. So, Ooh. you know, when you're there, you're, you're going to get tired. I think it's more so, um, I don't think it should have been, it, he was never in trouble of getting knocked out is a thing. He was never in trouble of getting knocked out. He was getting outclassed, but not dangerously, not, not at peril of his, of his, 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 uh, his health. So he, he could have been in there. And that's the thing with heavyweight as well. It's like, it was one punch. It's one good punch and, you know, someone's lights are going out. So yeah. you've got till the end of the 12 round to put someone out. And, and to convincingly be able to do so. So I think it was in there for, you know, he was, should have been in there, but it was just he didn't have the skill. Um, I to, and I think he the, the team failed to stop him from embarrassing himself any further. Yeah. I think I wanted to um, highlight your comment on the team and taking it back to the initial question for sorry, not sorry, dying to self. That's mm. like humility is definitely root, like part of dying to self. And we mentioned um, means of grace, fellowship, the people you surround yourself with, the people you're in constant community with and them holding you accountable. And we see a practical failing there of the Mm. people he's in, like he's committed to his community, his boxing community failed him in that, at that moment. Um, Now this could be from a position of they're in his pocket. So they're like, yo, yeah. if, if I step in too tough, the pace yeah. of this month might be looking a bit short. Like, yeah. they're in his pocket. Um, yeah. Or he could... And that's he where that humility yeah. comes in. Yeah. It's like he may have very well picked people that he knows, like, I'm your man, like, I'm your boss, I pay you, so you need to do whatever I tell you to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know his team. I don't know the integrity of the team, so I'm not necessarily speaking to that. Um, but it just really reminds me of... The, the importance of community and just how much community is able to keep you accountable and help mm-hmm. keep you rooted and grounded, um, especially when it comes to faith. We see it in boxing, even more so in faith. And I think, and I think there's also a lack of understanding or acknowledging that he wasn't bigger than the sport of boxing as a whole. Like, if you understand that you are just one piece in the puzzle, mm. then you'd be humble, cause, you know, because, like, you don't want to sully the name of this sport that you're doing. Mm. You know? Like, if, like you, he, if you know you're just one piece of the furnace, you'd be humble. You wouldn't claim that you're, you're the better half, you're, you're three quarters or whatever. You'd be humble. And community would hold you accountable. But it's mad... But yeah, uh, I don't think that analogy works here, but you tried to, you tried. <laughs> it, it, it is difficult though. It is difficult because it it has to take a level of self-confidence, maybe arrogance, maybe pride to step in there and, and fight, you know, and, and fight with a mm. belief that you're going to win and that you're going to be a world champion. Like, I, I think there's a, there's definitely a tension there between humility and, um, and the sort of confidence that gets you in the ring because it's a wild thing like if you haven't fought before it's a wild thing to know you're going to stand against another person and stop them or and and try and 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 embarrass them and try and hurt them not with malicious intent obviously but it is wild and I think there's 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 a there's a real tension there between the humility it takes to train up and to listen to coaches listen to people that are watching you and, and able to give you a direction 
and then standing in there on your own against another person and, and you know, feel mm. let out. So I do I do feel like there's a there's a difference of mindsets. Um because as you were yeah. saying that I was contrasting Iron Mike. Mm. Where his his mindset is just kill and destroy. It's yeah. it's almost as if he didn't care about the belts. He just yeah. wanted to punch up guys. Mm. And he knew that he could do that effectively and efficiently in the ring. And if he got a belt as a means of doing this to prove that he can do it, cool. But he didn't you know, care about the belt. You know, Mike was getting um <laughs> this. We're talking about boxing and Pete is bobbing and weaving. I forgot that there's a there's a there's a there's a video stream of this. There's a moth in my room because of the light. Oh it's nine so, so now you know how it feels. <laughs> non violence, non violence, my dude, non violence. Sorry. No, I'll kill this thing. Just, there's nothing around me that I can use. The one jab I gave it. Someone's towel needs to get man's jabbed. Man's jabbed. He jabbed a moth. Why are you in my room when I'm recording? He's Someone on some Chinese concrete master flex. Anyway, what was I saying? I was, I, was I, was I was talking about Iron Mike. Yeah, he used to get hypnotized. Mike Tyson. Um, uh, uh, Mike Cotto something, the guy that used to train him, they used to like mm. literally hypnotize him. Um isn't that cheating? No, no, no. Because it's just mindset. It's just mindset. But his training... Oh, hypnotize him to what end? To what end? To when the bell goes, all you see is this man that you need to take down, like you need to destroy. Like, he talked about his training, I think on the Joe Rogan podcast, and, mm. and the, the the way that they've gone about it so that when the bell goes, you're not a human anymore. You're, you're a Terminator or whatever. It, it's, it was weird. It was, it was weird. But yeah, no. Because yeah, what are you gonna say, Drea? I was saying that's crazy. That sounds wild it's, to me. It worked results though. It worked it results. Fam. It got results. Because it's, so it's what different. Do you guys think like about like, hypnotism. I don't. I don't mess with it too too tough. You know. I don't. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's kind of like God yoga. You know, a, like yoga clearing your mind kind kind of thing. Yeah. God has given me a mind to command this body yeah. to interact with this world. Anything if, that messes with that, I'm not. I'm not down about. Yeah, take out my consciousness to yeah, and no, I'm not on it. I'm not on it. I need to. Because how do you snap? I out? need to be like, cognizant. How... Yeah. yeah, this that's some get out type you of might stuff. Get lost in it. What if you get stuck there? Fam, you wake up yeah. and then this person's made you do a whole bunch of madness and you have no recollection. Mad. I think there's a film about yeah. that. There is. There's a film. It was a male. Um... He was a like a psychologist or whatever, but he was putting the ladies in trances, doing stuff to them. And then when they started to realize it, he would give them a call, say a trigger word, and they'd kill themselves. It was a, it's a mad wow. film. It's a mad, mad film. <laughs> I'm going to find it. That's going to be my hookup now. <laughs> Wait, Man, I was thinking, like, the way you said yo. That's not like an anime, to be honest. <laughs> It yeah, does, crazy, it does though. sound like a plot to an anime on some parasite vibe. Even even definite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think there are different mindsets when it comes to um to fight. Because I know that um from Peter, there's an echo somewhere. <laughs> 
but I know that from yeah. PR. So, Rob, I'm going to meet him again. I know that from Peter's perspective, he he almost sees it as a um, challenge of skill. So it's very much like we're in this we're in this ring. We're going to just it's it's iron sharpening iron. There may be a belt on the line or whatever, but it's iron sharpening iron. Even if I don't come out of this victorious, I still would have learned something from an exchange of fists. Um, and so there's it's always a learning curve. There's always something to learn from. There's always something to build off of. Um, for other people, it's it's a case of proving them themselves, which I almost feel like for AJ it was. It was a case mm-hmm. of proving himself as as this champion or proving himself as X. Mm-hmm. That fell through. And so now it's like he's 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 standing there with his pants down and he, he didn't measure up, essentially. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's one hell of a way to put it. <laughs> he didn't unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, no, it's like that's, you that's got caught with your pants down and you didn't measure up. Uh you've been yeah. talking a big game and you were you were outclassed. Um, by somebody else who you didn't think you would be outclassed by. Yeah. Um, it's funny, that was one but, of the things yeah. he literally said to him because Usyk trying to, you know, Usyk's always been a class act, but trying to, like, just console AJ was like, you're a strong man, you're a strong man. And AJ's like, I don't need strength. I don't need strength, I need skill. You're not strong and you beat me. How? Skill. And he's talking all this nonsense. And it's like, yeah. He clearly thought too much of himself and... Yeah. Didn't measure up. Yeah. 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 And again, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, I go for it. No, I was saying, I just learned what um, pants down measure up means just now. (laughs) (laughs) That's no problem in this house, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you shouldn't be yeah, going no. up against somebody else anyways. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. we will have our pass, you know. We will go our stories. Let's deviate from that conversation. Well, my let's story is always back. victory. We're at 59. Let's, let's bring it yeah. back. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So, we're not going to get a chance to talk about the second thing I, I want to talk about. But one thing that we can maybe talk about real quickly to do with boxing you know boxing is about you know getting ready and exercise and stuff how's you guys exercise journeys going or you know trying to get in shape and all of that how's how's that going for you guys i i've i've, I've, I've been loving it spending enough videos every morning <laughs> <laughs> no I've, I've been loving it so i've been i've been training now a lot more consistently um, I think I've been overtraining because I'm starting to have some knee pains when I squat. Uh, so I'm, I'm having to adjust, but that's always been the case. Is you 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 keep on going consistency, but you adjust along the way to make sure yeah. you know you're, you're heading in the right direction. Um, but I am I'm loving it. I I this is controversial. I don't train for aesthetics. Um, don't really care too mm. much for it. Um, so my goals have been sort of strength and longevity, um, and I'm seeing I'm seeing the gains. I'm seeing the gains when I fight, when I when I when I go into oh, train. I thought man about to say I'm seeing the gains when I wear on when no, I put on no. the shirt. It's feeling a bit no. more snug. No, I'm seeing the gains in the numbers that I'm pushing, but I'm also seeing the gains in the gym, in the dojo, when I'm fighting. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm I'm loving it. I'm I'm absolutely loving it. 
Yeah. When you're when you're putting man them on their backs. Or getting put on my back. Because that's the other thing is I go in search of the people that are going to beat me up. Because that's how you learn. So yeah. I speaking of that, I'm I'm watching Tekken Bloodlines. I'm loving good, it. it. I'm loving it. It's I'm loving it. It's decent. Um yeah. I I have actually um included my fitness routine into my devotional time. So I'm very much seeing it as um so the question is, how am I stewarding my body? How am I stewarding this physical body that God has given me? Um, and part of my devotional time is I am going to do some exercise. Um, so, yeah, that's one way of like honoring God with my body. And so, again, like Peter, I'm not I'm trying not to see it as an aesthetical um, pursuit, but rather a stewardship and management thing. Um, to ensure that I can continually do what God has called me to do, um, to live healthily. So again, that extends to food, it extends to different things, um, trying to manage my body well. So I, I do see it as part of my act of spiritual worship is to steward not just physical body, but this household, the environment that the family are growing up in, um, the finances, work like stewardship is everything that i am called to to interact with um church like work walking around and stuff so yeah for me as part of that and also recognizing that if i am physically healthy it then like allows me to do other things well just by virtue of being physically healthy being able to play with the kids having energy engaging in different spaces feeling tired and getting enough rest like all of these things here, um, by virtue of exercising, it then has a knock-on effect on all of that. It makes me more cognizant of what I'm putting into my body, um, stuff like that. So yeah, I do see it as as a spiritual act to to exercise, and because I don't, I'm not pursuing it from an aesthetic perspective. I pretty much just do body weights and kettlebells. Um, not anything against mandem who are lifting weights and that, but for me, it's just like a Shots quick fire. 15, 20 minute fam. <laughs> Humble shots, humble shots. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, it's just my mindset. I know that if I go to the gym, <clears throat> it's going to become aesthetics for me. Just the way my mind is is wired. I'm going to be like, yo, I'm benching X. I need to bench X by next week. And then, and then just looking at the physique. All right, cool. I'm benching 100. I need the chest to be looking like this or looking like that. And that's the mindset. But at home, I'm like, I'm just banging push-ups. I'm just bringing a couple of kettlebells. So I'm not so much thinking about the aesthetics. So that understanding the way my mind works and putting things in place that works alongside my mind rather than working against it. So yeah, it's going consistent. Um, I think for the past six, seven weeks, I've only missed. So I take Sundays off. I don't train on the Sundays. I don't train on a Sunday. But outside of a Sunday, I think I've only missed like, five days in the past um, six to seven weeks, which is when I started it properly. Um, and it was a consistent five days. It was part of me going away over the weekend to, to lead the conference. And so, yeah, all of that time was a bit tense. I wasn't able to get in. Um, so it was a consistent five days, but then I got back into it. Um, and, yeah, it's just it feels good to be able to know that like this is part of stewardship for me. How about yourself, Robert? Andrea, to be fair. I can't lie. I'm trying to get a six pack. 
<laughs> Maybe one day I will. Um, but yeah, well, I haven't I haven't been going to the gym yet. I've just been really been working and trying to eat better. I can't say healthy because <laughs> what I'm eating, you couldn't go healthy. It's healthier. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start okay. but man you know, from trying to get a six pack to I'm just walking but yeah let's we'll, I know. We'll let that slide so, no 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 well I need to start back at the gym but I'm I'm, I'm trying to find my my like weekly rhythm I haven't found mm. it I think I've almost found it but I've been I've been doing okay you know since coming back from Ghana from eating I've been eating weller or more well or better <laughs> Yeah, clearly tired, aren't we? I've I've lost about seven and a half kilograms. Sick. So I'll continue eating pizzas and burgers because it seems to be working. That's literally what he's been eating. And chips. But everything is homemade. Everything is homemade with um, alternative ingredients. Yeah. Mm. Except for the frosty bars, those are from Tesco. Oh my gosh. And the pop chips and the snacker jacks, but frosty well, bars are like 100, 100 calories per bar, so it's not too, yeah. too bad. <laughs> but the problem is, I'll buy a pack and finish it <laughs> before I go home from Tesco. <laughs> it's not, it's not a decoration. I swear the pack's like six, six, six bars in the in the thing. Yeah. That's six hundred calories on your walk back home, yeah. bro. Well, that's why I book it, <laughs> fam. I ran, I ran, yeah, like 8K and I'd only burn off 700 calories. Oh, that's great. That's good. Yeah, but 8K. It's though. good. 8K. 8K. Yeah. That's like 45 Yo, minutes. It, it took me a bit longer than oh, that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Takes me but an hour my, my to do 5K. Yeah, bro, it, it took, it took an me hour to do 5K. I don't, I don't run. I don't. I'm jogging. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I hate running. Yeah, I'm. I'm jogging. Yeah. It, it it took me about an hour ten, hour fifteen to do eight. Um, mm-hmm. but your walk back home, you're not going to be shaving off that six hundred calories. I'll shave off some, and then the rest. <laughs> give it to God. Yeah, but it seems to be working somehow, and it's only by the grace of God. So, thank you, Lord. But yeah, I, um, now that I've 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 proven to myself that I can lose the weight and like like lose it, I, I might become a bit more serious with it. Try and look at my macros. Yeah. Which really and go boring. to the gym. Isn't it? And go to the gym. Um, but yeah, how have you been finding? Oh, difficult, and I'm getting jealous of Bobby. Do you know what I mean? Like he's losing more weight than I am. And I feel like I'm sure. eating better than he is. She's, she she eats salmon and spinach. You know, but um, I realize that I can't compare my body to his because I have monthlies, I've got more hormonal fluctuations than he does. Um, so yeah, it's about finding what works for you as well. Exactly. The same process won't work for both, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I also was looking at um, body types, seeing what sort of workouts and stuff works for your body type, and then just seeing schedules and routine um looking at disciplines and dispositions as well um and it, it may sound it may sound like hit and miss but you may be more disciplined on the diet side than on the exercise side 
well, whilst Robert may be more disciplined on the exercise side than on the diet side. And so it's, it's leaning into your strengths, but also recognizing that um, from my understanding, a woman's cycle affects um, the exercise stuff. So in terms of just before, ex- just before the cycle starts, energy level dips. And so even getting to the gym becomes more of a hassle. Um, and when you're on your cycle, the body requires more food in order to kind of sustain itself and keep itself going. And so a diet while on your cycle then looks different simply by virtue of you being a female. Um, and so taking these these things into, into consideration again, like it gets a bit techy if you're looking at transgender and things there. But as Peter was saying, <laughs> biologically, it's, it's wired into you that at certain times of the month, your body is going to require more food to kind of keep you going through it, energy levels dip, um, whatever it may be. Um, and so, yeah, it's very much leaning into your wiring, your like the way that you work and yeah, just working with that. So apparently there are exercise apps and dieting apps that factor in when your cycle starts and adjusts the amount of calories that you take in um, to factor that in and also gives you alternative workouts um, to factor in that your body may not be able to, you may not be able to squat whilst you're on your, on your cycle. It may not be hygiene, like that's mad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, stuff like that. Um, so potentially maybe worth looking into it. All right, let's round up because we've been, we've been talking. Yes, sir. Hookups. Cool, so I'll go first with my hookups. Um, so that movie that we mentioned, it's actually called Hypnotic uh, mm-hmm. from 2021. Uh, it's on Netflix, so you can check it out there. Uh, it's called Hypnotic. Yeah. So it's a mad mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> it's. I think it falls into the thriller, horror. So... I'll jump on a hookup situation. Um, so Leia and myself, and even the kids, we've been geeking out over George Ezra. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we've been geeking out over George Ezra. Um, so yeah, literally after after their bath and stuff tonight, we had like a George Ezra mini party. They were just dancing for like 15, 20 minutes after they got creamed and then it was time to sleep, but they were too energetic to sleep. Um, but yeah, George Ezra. Um, there should be like a Spotify, this is George Ezra type playlist. Yeah. Um, let me just search. If there is, that will be my um, hookup. Yes, this is George Ezra. Yep, that's my hookup. Spotify playlist. This is George Ezra. Cool. Trying our next babe. Uh, my hookup is a book that I got reintroduced to this evening. Oh, it's a lovely book. It's called The Lover's Dictionary. I, I probably cooked it up before. I don't. I don't oh, remember it. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a book that tells the story of these two people's relationship and um, through like a whole bunch of like definitions in the dictionary. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's in it's a alphabetical order, but not in chronological order. Mm. And, yeah. so you're, okay. and so you're seeing, so you're seeing this history play out based on the different words in the in the dictionary. So they've chosen like, like a whole bunch of them. It's a nice little story. It's quite poetic. 
I liked it. It was great. Check it out the Lovers Dictionary by David Leviathan. <laughs> Leviathan. I was about to say your last name is Leviathan. It's close enough to be honest. If you look at it quickly, it looks like Leviathan. <laughs> well, it's Leviathan. L E V. I will not be reading H-A-N. a book by a guy called Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> Call me superstitious. Call me whatever. If your name is Leviathan, fam. Yeah. Yeah, but like Leviathan's one. Someone who not bad. Like someone whose last name is Succubus. I'm not. Li- I'm not listening to you. Fam. Hey, so- I'm not doing it. Trying to tell Bobby, who saved this game, and one of the characters is called Succubus. And I said, why? Why do you have to play this game if one of them is called Succubus and they're on your team? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's I'm being too much, maybe. Well, babe, because of you, I I removed her from my team just for you. Do you know what? Wow. Yeah, there was a manga. There was a manga called was it um Beelzebub or something? Oh, like, Beelzebub! Like, yeah, this, this this manga. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not messing with this one. I'm playing with you. Man, I'm not, I'm not don't be this. hypocrite. You can't. You, you can't say no. I can't do Beelzebub. But you watched Nine Tail Demon Fox. Yes. God, get out of yes. here, bro. Nine Tail Demon Fox isn't necessarily biblical. Nine Tail Demon. Yeah. Yeah, but it's any. Yeah. Like demon is. Subjective kind of. It's different. Oh, yeah, it's different from. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm not. No, nah, Beelzebub was hard. His name is Beelzebub. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not there. Uh, what about what about the Lucifer Marvel show? Well, it's not Marvel, but Lucifer. I don't watch it. I don't watch it. <laughs> I don't watch it. Listen, the devil is smart, you know. I'm not praising him, but sometimes <laughs> let's not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm. My hookup. Okay, well, so how do you feel about people called sorry? How do you, how do you feel about, about 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 people called Jesus? It's a different it's a different pronunciation. No, but then essentially John or Joshua is Jesus as well. One of those. Yeah, Moses. Joshua. Joshua. It's Josh. Yeah, Yeshua. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeshua. Yeah. Why is that it's, not black? It's a name. It's a name, but then. So is the there's that. <laughs> well, there's that, and then there's a the name above our name. So I, I don't, I don't see too much of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm judging okay. you guys secretly. <laughs> so Jaya, your hookup for you. Yeah. So my hookup is a lovely young lady on YouTube. She does workout videos, and her page is called Grow with Joe. I think Gems uses that, you know. Yeah, I discovered her a couple weeks ago and I absolutely love her. When working out with her, it feels like I'm working out with her and I just feel her love. Like she's not just doing it for the views. Like I feel her love and she has a story behind her workout journey. And she's brought so many people on this journey and she's literally changing lives. I really love her and her workouts are for every level. So yeah, grow with Joe. That's my cup. Yeah, grow with Joe is is Gems' girl as well. Yeah. Oh, is it? She's amazing. She's amazing. She's got such a lovely just heart. Just had to Google it. Yeah, just had to Google that. Yeah, that's that's Gems's 
Yeah. Maybe what I said. No. I said I'd rather agree with you. Yeah, that's saying great. this just for the camera, silly boy. No, 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 but... <laughs> the silly boy. He's already spoken about the laziness and the procrastination and now. Do you know what I mean? But babe, with you, I'm not lazy, am I? Pardon? Am I lazy with you? No. That's right. But you're saying this because of laziness. Babe. Not because I'm blind for all other ladies and I just can't imagine being with anybody else but you. Babe, I'm lazy. It's because you can't be bothered. Babe, I can't be bothered and I'm lazy because all my energy goes towards you. So after that, I'm spent. <laughs> If that's not the biggest compliment, I don't know what is. I've heard you, Lord Emerson. So I'm, I'm spent. I've heard you. Couple of flowers. Please round up this. And next time you use headphones. Okay. Um, shout out to Richard the intro out to music, Calvin Turner, Audrey, amazing logo, Twitter and Furnace UK, Instagram at TBS Furnace, email tbsfriends.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacks Furnace No Apostrophe on all good podcasts, websites, and apps. The Blacks Furnace No Apostrophe. And that's it. So it's just the Blacksmith Furnace signing out. Blow. The door came.